Hey, hey everyone, what's going on? Welcome back to a sit down. Today we have a uh, local celebrity on the show, if you will. You guys might know him as, where do you go by, Big D? I go by Dizzy D, but Dizzy my normal D. name is Devin. My man Devin. So we have Devin, Sarah, and Phil with us. Guys, thank you for being here. Thank Thanks you. for having no us. All right, so uh, I'll open up here. First off, let's promote and plug everything that's going on here in the next week. So December 23rd, Riverfront Live, formerly Annie's. Afro Man's coming to town, right? Yes, sir. Who's opening for Afro Man? Me, right here. That's Easy right. D. So uh, two things we want to plug. First and foremost, get your advance tickets. And uh, I'll, I'll tag Phil and Sarah in this and, and some other stuff. Uh, $20 pre-sale. And a portion of this is going to Devon's College Fund, correct? That is correct. So uh, the $20 tickets uh, definitely come to our college fund here for Devon. Um, that's the only way he can benefit from the tickets. So we really would appreciate if you were interested in coming to get them from us before the show. And then one thing I do want to plug, uh, even if you can't make this show, if you want to donate, donate, because you know it's going to a good cause. It's not going to Ticketmaster for these $800 fees and stuff like that. Uh -huh. <laughs> um so, uh, Devin and I, we go way back. Well, I guess let's go back further than that with Phil and Sarah. So, you guys know Kelly and worked with Kelly. Yes. For many years. Yeah. So, I'm, you know, I'm, I know. We, so, for the listeners, we, we, we went to lunch beforehand and we kind of talked a little bit about this. So, Phil, when did you and Kelly like meet? Like, what year was it? I mean, early 2000s? It was uh, mid 2000s. I think about 2006. I think I've been with the the agency for 17 years she was the uh she was my mentor she still is my social work mentor um she taught me the job she actually kept me in the job when i wanted to leave and uh, we have just been super tight ever since yeah and then we came along with baseball so let's see that was see it was six so what 2014 ish ish yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so we had our Pompilio baseball team. We had uh, the green and white team for two years, and we had uh, basically we had Morgan's group, and then Zach's group followed up afterwards, and you know that's how we all met, and and uh, yeah. So and then Kelly, myself, Phil, and Sarah, we all went down to uh, Norris Lake. Lake. Yeah, <laughs> Norris Lake, man, and that was uh, that was that, that was awesome trip, man. Good time. Yeah. All right, so that's the history. Nobody cares about all that. So here we go. So Devin. Um, how did you become this uh, tailgate rapping phenomenon? All right, so the whole story, I started off going to a tailgate, me and my mother, father right here. We um, we went to the tailgate, and we started performing. Everybody started performing stuff. Adam Clements, usually a news reporter down here in Cincy, he um, started singing a song. I think it was Post Malone, Wow, I think, by him. And, and that was, like, made in 2019, 2018 on his newest, like, album, but not new anymore. So, mostly, he started performing all the songs, and I was like, okay. Everybody else was like, you know, listening to music, enjoying the tailgate. And we had, like, an hour left into the, until the game started for the Bengals, and everybody wanted everybody else to rap. And then Adam Clements offered the mic to me, and I was kind of getting peer pressured into it. If I remember correctly, I think you said to him, I could do this better. Yeah, I think that. I could do this better, <laughs> yeah. So I was ready to get going. 
Man, you guys must be special. I mean, this is our 53rd episode. Kelly's never brought us any right. anything oh, wow, to drink. Wow. <laughs> She's a peach. I'm first loyal right That's right. Here. I know, man. It was really funny because he, he's never gotten up and done anything like that before. And so we we were just standing there, and he was like, I can do this better than Adam can. It was really funny. He got up, got his song, and just went to town. It was amazing. Yeah. So just uh, one thing I didn't bring up. So at the time, tell everyone how old you were. Um, I think I was around 13, started yeah. 14. So just to put it in perspective here, um, for all of my friends that listen that tailgate or those that haven't tailgated, you're in a parking lot with a bunch of drunken adults about to go into a Bengals game as a 13-year-old, and you're like, hey, yo, give me the mic. Yes, sir. Basically is what you did. Yep, yep. Exactly. And then, so, um, again, just to, to cover everything here, so I'm sure it was recorded by a bunch of people, and I'm sure we're tagging the Bengals, and we're tagging Cincinnati, and, and whatever, all that. So, at what point were you like, oh, this is, and I, I'm making up number, 3,000, and this has been shared 4,000, or whatever. So, at what point was it that night, that day? So that night when we got home, I had actually got on and tweeted Joe Mixon because he was wearing a Joe Mixon jersey in the video um, and just said something to the effect of um, Devin was out there repping Joe at the tailgate and did the song and he retweeted it. And I think the quote was, turn me up, Dev. Um, so he went ahead and retweeted that. And that night he had at least 20, 30,000 views. Um Based on that share, and then he ended up having um, a couple different other players retweeted as well. So Eli Apple had tweeted it. Um, Reggie Bush had commented on it. Um, it just kind of blew up. Um, it was all over social media at that time. It's just it's just so crazy, and it's a good thing. Like in today's world, I know it's a side note, but like Rogan's like the god of podcasts, and like when people go on there, they're like, "Yeah, I had like eight hundred thousand people." You know, whether it's you know, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. It's just like you, when you tag those people on it. And that's one thing. I'm, I'm just now getting hip to it. Like I just downloaded what TikTok and what's the other one? Instagram. Yeah. Um, so, but like even when I do my, I might have like eight videos posted, but like if I tag like Florida State football, all of a sudden you're like, oh man, everything just went up like 800%. Yes. You know, but, uh, but no, this is so cool that, that how quick that was. So, so here we are. So that's that week. So let's just say, I don't know when the Bengals' next home game was at the time. or So how did everything evolve from that? So um, that was actually the game when they clinched the AFC North um, against the Chiefs. They... I was going to say, I saw your post. Uh, so uh, for the listeners, so last week, uh, both times, Devin, because he performed this weekend, right? And we have two game-winning field goals. Yes, definitely. So it was a game-winning field goal that won the game against the Chiefs, clinched the AFC North, um, and then he actually performed this Saturday at the Vikings' tailgate and – they won overtime on a field goal, so everybody wanted me to recreate the song, so I wanted to do it. It's been way too long since I did it. So, question: I'm sure you recorded it and 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 posted it. Have we had much feedback from that one, or did you add with the with the? Uh, um, by the way, at the classic Kelly's call for seventy four percent of our episodes. Um, I'm sure you did. Did you add the uh, field goal and the, uh, and the irony of the two? Well, I actually we got home from the game and somebody who else was who else was at the tailgate. They actually had shared it on Barstool Sports yeah. already by the time we got home. Um, so I didn't even have an opportunity to share it. Uh, but I did when when I finally got around to sharing it. Said that 
was really interesting. I said, yeah. actually, um, I'm not saying it's a coincidence or that Devin was the cause of the overtime win, um, but that, you know, both games that he had wrapped at, we had um, won by a field goal. Yeah. Um, how I found out was one of my buddies added me on, I think it was Instagram or Snapchat, and he was like, dude, I think you're on Barstool. <laughs> Is this you? Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? He sent me a video of the newest one, and I was like, really? And I saw how many, like, how many views they already had, and I asked him how many, and he already said, like, 300K right when we got home. And that one's up to 700 and something now. Maybe, like, 800. So, question, are you getting a kickback from this, man? Yeah, I'm... I've been wanting to make music since I was little. No, no, no. I'm joking about that. Uh, don't you don't you get a kickback? I'm not asking for a number. Like, you know, isn't if you get so many like likes and views or shares, you get a kickback or something? You I don't have know. to do something. Or, or, or do you have to monetize it, I guess? You have to monetize it, and you okay. have to actually um, go ahead and – I can't remember what they told me you had to do, but it was something to the effect of a large number of your tweets had to have that much interaction before they would do that. And I'm not no, no, I'm that kind you. of tweeter. Well, and here's what I can tell you just from doing this podcast, you know, we go through anchor, um, and, and, and what's Spotify about anchor, but you know, there is a thing where you can monetize it, which you know, whatever, but I, I do know when you do that, I think it kind of registers you. Could you get whatever that number is? Let's just say $7 for every, you know, thousand plays or downloads or whatever it may be it's something goofy but i say that jokingly because barstool's making money i promise you that barstool's yep. making their money um so that first time around it was really interesting because he was getting some people from all over the country that were asking to send him stuff um so that first round he got um, a gentleman from cleveland sent him a pair of jordans and um a louis vuitton old t-shirt um really? that he got and then um, Smack Apparel actually sent the whole family T-shirts um, before we even knew about the whole Super Bowl trip. We were getting all this stuff sent our way. Well, you said said I me mean, right into that because I had that written, written down. So you guys went to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. How did that come about? Oh, my gosh. It was really cool. I was at work, and I got a message from the well, Cincinnati I'm Bengals. I was going to say you went to the Super Bowl via the Bengals. Yes. You didn't buy a ticket. And no. You went... Okay, yes. I, I, I just want to make sure that's, you know. We had right. to sign a contract and everything about that just to. Oh, I bet. Out. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was really cool. Now, um, so we actually um, got a message on the Twitter. Hey, we saw Devin's video. We, us, some of the team members really like it. Can we schedule a time to, to make a phone call? And I was like, is this, I wasn't even thinking it was real at first, right? Um, and gave them my number. They gave me a call and just said that they were trying to honor some of the younger fans um, and wanted us to come to the Super Bowl kickoff uh, program that they were going to have in a couple of days. So that's kind of. The pep rally they had at yeah. the, uh, at the yeah. stadium. So we went down there, um, Devin and I and uh, Phil and then our other son, Noah, we all went down for the the program just thinking he was going to, you know, be on the Jumbotron and that Sit was going to be it. Sit next to the throne, sit in the throne. Yeah, do some fun stuff and, and that would be it. Um, so there were another bunch of people that came down too. So the oldest um, living season ticket member was there. Oh, really? Um, wonderful gentleman. Um, and then another little boy who um, has been on the news multiple times. He's very, very charming. And he was able to get like tons of Bengals memorabilia from the players, their towels and gloves and 
yeah. cleats and stuff like that. So all of us were there. We were in the private suites, um, like the Bengals offices, really cool uh, experience. And then they pulled us out. Um, the gentleman who was the oldest season ticket holder got uh, the Super Bowl tickets first. Um, and then they called us up and uh, on stage in front of the crowd and gave us ginormous tickets to the Super Bowl. So once the gentleman got them, like, were you like, oh, shit, we're, we're going to Super Bowl? Or, or you just think you were, he was getting it because of that and you might get like a, a signed jersey or something. So, like, <laughs> I went in there thinking, oh, you know, this is cool. We don't wasn't expecting anything. And then he got those, and I'm like, oh, my God. We, we were hoping for a burrow. We're right. hoping for a burrow football. Or right. Something, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're like, oh, cool. We'll, we'll give this gentleman the Super Bowl. He's season ticket holder. We're like, yeah, we're going to get an autographed helmet or something. Mm-hmm. I think I lovely. even said to <laughs> Phil, I think I said, oh, my God, what if they send us to the Super Bowl? And he's like, You're, they're not going to do that. And I'm, I was like, well, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. She wanted to go up. I asked my brother to go up, and she was like, nope, you're taking me. Well, I was, mm-hmm. I'm was. i a lifelong Bengals fan, right. right? And this was like the first time as an adult that there was even an opportunity to right. get up on stage and be like involved in this Super Bowl thing, you know, as a fan, that was amazing. Um, so we went up on stage and they did, they surprised us. It was amazing. And go ahead. Covered everything. Flight, hotel, Bengals first class. Really you got cool. a Bengal fan for life. He'll never have another team other than right. the Bengals. So it was great, uh, a great decision by the Bengals. In my opinion. Right. Yeah. 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 Hotel and, was and Not that it didn't cost them anything, but kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. So 50 so, year fan. Now. Exactly. So, that whole process, so going out there into the game, I mean, what's some memories or, you know, something that stood out for you besides going to the Super Bowl? <laughs> I think um, my favorite memory was going to the tailgate. We had, like, a VIP tailgate. They hooked us up with everything. So the VIP tailgate had everybody in there, celebrities, some of the celebrity football players, parents. And I think one of the best things was how I met some of the NFL players, teams, and family members. Um, one of them was Joe Burrow. The other one was Tyler Boyd's parents and Jamar Chase's. Tyler Boyd's dad loved me. <laughs> he um he was like, I know this kid. Can I please get a picture with you? And I think the my favorite thing that he best said about me is he said he asked me for a picture. I didn't ask him for a picture. He offered right. me a picture. It and was hilarious because he asked for the picture and he went, I got one on my phone and he was like, hold on, hold on, stay here. And he ran back to his table wherever he was sitting and got his phone <laughs> and came back and wanted a picture yeah. with Devin on his phone, which was just crazy. I think like the best thing that he was saying after that, he was like, why are you not on the stage performing? And I was <laughs> like, I don't know. And he yeah. was like, hold on, let me make a phone call. Y'all go out. <laughs> and I guess he made a phone call with them and asked, but I guess they said no because I wasn't up there. And... I think Jamar Chase's parents were super nice. His mother was really the nicest and sweetest person I ever met. All right. So, like you said, this is meeting parents and, and, and everybody that was in that, I would say, tent area, you know, kind of all by yourself, right? Yeah. So, obviously, you have the game and all that. So, at what point, uh, and I'm sure you took it all in, but, like, you know, during the game, which, again, sitting there through all that with all the festivities and halftime show and everything. So like afterwards, like, was there ever like a moment? Uh, and this was for all of was like, man, like we just went to the Super Bowl. I mean, obviously it made it even better that the Bengals were playing in it, you know, but like, you know, cause that's what I tell everybody. Like, like I'm, I'm all about stupid analogies. Like, 
when we went to, we went to Disney and you know we ate breakfast up at the castle. I'm mm-hmm. like less than one percent of the people in this world will ever do this. It's like going to a Super Bowl. It's kind of the same thing. Like I don't care if it's your team or not. First off, just to even get in the buildings, probably you know five hundred bucks to a thousand. But anyway, but like at what point were you like? I know you guys are always grateful and fortunate of it, but like. Did it set in? Like, was it the kickoff? Was it when you walked in? Was it halftime? Was it after the game? Or I think it was when the tailgate was going on. I was yeah. really excited. Like, my parents were more excited than me. But right when I got <laughs> in there, it was amazing. That was like, hey, guys, what's up? <laughs> For me, it was just getting on the plane and going out there. Um, you know, it's something that we would never be able to do right. without the Bengals' assistance. And it was just... I mean, just top-notch hotel. They had us, um, you know, have an NFL fan experience ticket, and we got to do all kinds of other things with this with this package that they put together for us that was just wonderful. It was honestly really surreal for a long time. Um, and then, you know, I mean, it was a, a hip-hop halftime show. It was all the music that I grew up listening to. It was amazing. So I know this sounds so bad. Was this the one with Dre in there? Uh-huh. Okay. So Dre, yeah, yeah, Eminem, yeah. yeah, yeah. 50 Cent was and they had like, Lamar. They had like the layout of LA or Compton, whatever it was. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Snoop. It was, I mean, just the whole experience. I still sit there and I'm like, we went to the Super Bowl. Not a lot of people right. can say that. I haven't say. lived until you've had your 13-year-old stopped in public and right. asked for a picture. Well, that's what I was going to say. Uh, so uh, how do you say it? N- Nasu? Nasu. So uh, well, we went there for lunch. Uh, apparently, we were the only ones that didn't know it didn't open until 12. <laughs> so we had to kill an hour in dicks. And one of the workers, I'm over here BSing with somebody, and Devin and them was over there. The workers like, hey, and blah, blah, blah. Like, So is that, I don't want to say common, but I guess to use the word common. I mean. Like, it probably doesn't shock you anymore. I mean, sometimes it's common, but it's like crazy for some random person you never right. met in your life. Just come up and be like, hey, I know you. Can you give me a picture? But you don't really know the guy. <laughs> right. And then this is the other thing while we're there. So we saw what your aunt Nancy Winslow, you know, so she was there. And then Morgan comes running up and we saw, who was it? Mike Hilton. Yeah, Mike Hilton. So like it, basically around 1130, Dix was the place to be in Newport. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shout out to Dix. Give us some gift cards. But uh, so, and again, this is things I like talking about. So like how you feel now, again, for you being just a normal kid that goes to Cooper High School uh, like when we saw the Bengals player. So do you ever like take a step back? Cause like I've been very fortunate. I'm sure like you guys to be around celebrities. I don't go all crazy. Hey, how you doing? How's your day? You know, but how do you think those guys, you know, like, like, you know, just to even go to the store, you know, you're like, uh, I need toilet paper, but I don't feel like going down to target right now. Cause it's going to be an hour and a half trip, mm-hmm. you know, but so when people come up to you I, and, and you're very humble, by the way, that, and that's amazing. I Good for you. No, you're you. welcome. Good for you. But like, when people come up to you, like, it has to make you feel good, right? I mean, I don't care what it's for, but, but like, you know, you doing what you did, and you're like, you want to get a picture with me because I sang at a tailgate? Yeah, the first time somebody asked for a picture, I was really kind of like, okay. <laughs> it was really scary, but it was also, like, really interesting because I knew, like, I impacted people to watch my video, and they actually enjoyed it. And some people hated on it. Some people liked it. Some people were just in the middle, and... I mostly just listened to the most positive ones. Some of the comments were actually really funny. And I liked them a lot. Yeah. And it was interesting because as soon as he stepped off the stage, there were people in the crowd that were like, hey, can we get a picture? And, you know, um, we made an Instagram for him and he blew up on Instagram. And 
uh, it was interesting. We were at the tailgate this past Saturday, and uh, there were people coming up to him asking him who he's going to perform. Um, yeah. You know, and he's just very humble about the whole thing. Right. Like you know, it would be very easy for it to go to your head. Exactly. Um, and he just has not been that kind of kid. He's always been that kind of kid, though. Right. But like what you said about impacting me, like it impacted me a little bit. Because when I was 13, when we did the performance, it was crazy. Millions of views going out. I think one of the TikToks was like, over time, SCN. It's like their second account. It had like 10.5 million. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all that success kind of like impacted me. So I kind of like took a break for two years. And now I'm 15 and I performed it. And... Like, sometimes, like, school was kind of a bad thing. I was going to say you took a break, stupid school. Yeah. You just <laughs> no, quit no, school no, no, and no, just, no. just travel the country, man, and do, do some cameos. I wish I had the money to do that. But, like, the impact of it, like, was also enjoyable, but also not enjoyable. Some people at school were like, okay, like, cool, you've been performing it. But, like, when, like, it's a year after it and they're still going at it, it's kind of it kind of gets old. But it, like, gives me confidence to do it again. Right. And all the people like at the tailgate a couple days ago were like, you got to do it again. So it's like kind of like a peer pressure. <laughs> so I was just like, all right, let's do it. Did the same song. And it's already about like 400K views already. Mm-hmm. Really? In like a matter of a day. Well, and it's funny. You said cameo. Yeah. Um, I don't know if a lot of people were aware, but we actually were approached by Cameo, uh, the company, you can get a celebrity to do a short oh, video. Like birthdays or something yep. like that. Yeah. Um, so actually, Devin did that for about a year. Really? Um, so he did that. He had uh, multiple people who got uh, got in touch with us, and he did uh, raps to songs. He picked up um, picked some lineups for fantasy football drafts, really? um, did some fun other things with that, and all of that money he's been saving for college as well. That is awesome. I've seen... Like you said, a certain celebrity, they'll be like at their pool in California. You know, hey, Phil, happy birthday. And you're like, somebody paid for that. You know, like, which which I guess, you know, I guess. I mean, and, and it's still just so surreal for me that people would want to pay for my kid right. to send them a video or uh, like part of the cameo thing. You could pay to text message him. Oh, man. And there were people paying $2 to send him a text message. Which <laughs> is you can't just... shut him up and they want to pay to talk to him. I'm like, come <laughs> right, on Exactly. Yeah, we can do it for free, man. Mm-hmm. All right, man. So um, that's the Super Bowl and you're here now. Um, I know we're going to jump around here a bit. So this deal with Afro Man coming up, I know you told us at lunch and, and I purposely didn't want to talk too much about it, but you had said you, about five or six songs-ish. Yeah, five to six songs. So the deal was I have 20 minutes on there to perform for the starting. I start first, and then I introduce him at the nice. end. Nice. And 20, so- 20 minutes, so six songs around there. And also, like, th- that 20 minute gives us, like, around, like, time for me to take a breather or, like, drink water, something like that. Because I heard performances are really hard. And, like, I see, like, people, like, performing and stuff, and, like, they're sweating like oh, it's running it's around. Well, and here's the thing I could tell you, and not that I'm anybody, but I have DJed before, like on stages, whether it's a yeah. wedding or whatever. But like the the lights and all, I mean, it's a for real thing. Yeah, you it's know, all down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and even years ago, and Phil, we were talking about this when I got pulled up on stage at the Funny Bone, obviously a lot smaller venue. But those those 
I forget what they call them, the cast lights. I mean, it's 15 degrees hotter up there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, but, and not saying in your case, but I think it's also got to think your bo- your mind, your body, you're going to be in front of X number of thousand people. Uh, you have lights. Sometimes you can see out. Sometimes you can't, depending on where you're at. And then, oh, yeah, you don't want to mess up, you know, so you put all that together. <laughs> yeah. uh, your body kind of goes through a, a, a whole uh, event within itself, not even what you're doing. Yeah, totally. It's like scary. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like you know, again, just just like when when I, when I DJ a wedding, the hardest thing for me is doing the introductions because mm-hmm. who's everybody looking at? Yeah, the DJ, yeah, right? There. You know, and like you said, whether you're a comic or, or a singer, the whole time, who's everybody looking at? You. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's it's people don't understand, and and if I'm not mistaken, is that still the number one? Public fear is, is speaking. I think so. I mean, it has to be, right? It has to be. I don't Stage think it would ever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact somebody like you has that fear <laughs> blows me away. Yeah. If you've well, never met a stranger. Yeah. Well, and 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 that's just it. And besides the fact that someone's wedding, but you're just like, you know, and, and it's funny, like even talking about that picture there, I'm like, I can do that, not a problem. But it's like when when everybody's looking at you, you're like, you don't want to mess a name up, or and that's the thing I can't imagine. You know, being a singer, you know, because if I'm, hey, guys, I am so sorry. And then, you know, I can fix it. You can't just stop. <laughs> a song. Hey, guys, let's start all over here. Let's do this again. I mean, I guess you could, but. Well, and, you know, it, it's nice that he's been able to do some covers. That's basically what he's doing now. He hasn't gotten into the whole writing of lyrics yet, but I know that's something he's interested in. Um, at least if you mess up your own lyrics, nobody knows. Exactly. Right, right. So. My friend down at school, he, um. He has um, SoundCloud. Usually um, rappers start off at SoundCloud. Like some old rappers now, some of them passed away, but they always started on SoundCloud because I think it costs money to get on Spotify. I don't know. So... Well, here, I'll just give you my login. You can do it through there. (laughs) You can can use this. (laughs) That worked, that worked. Hey, you can use this to record and everything. There you go. Um, So uh, what songs are you going to be singing? Do you know yet? Um, I have the playlist on my phone, but we're still, like, working on it, but... I sent him the messages on it. So. He will definitely be covering Knife Talk, which is definitely. the song yeah, that yeah, he's yeah. done Knife a video with. I was going to say, yeah, they, you got to go close with that one, right? So for our sure. idea for that was at the end of the show, I'm going to perform that song, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to run off, take off like my hoodie or like a yeah, jacket I was gonna, or something. Yeah, so you, you have to almost on, do like an encore. Yeah. Put on my jacket. Because we got to customize a jersey when we're down at the Super Bowl, and it has my nickname on it. So, well, my artificial rap name. So... <laughs> So he does. He's got a DZD jersey. Nice. Um, but and, and again, you don't have to say this song. I mean, obviously, I'm yeah. sure everybody knows you're going to do to close with or to do that one. But you know, save it for the hey. If they want to come see it, tell them to come get their twenty yeah. bucks. They can see it. That's how you do it, right there. <laughs> December twenty third. That's right. So, um, so what else, man? So uh, again, we'll, we'll definitely wrap up with this. But how's everything else going, man? How's school and life? And life's and- been amazing. I'm doing my own thing. I love school. Like, high school is way better than middle school. Middle school was kind of hard for me. Like, because, like, you know, at our school now, like, after the periods end, we just have our same grades that we had before than just going back all the way down to zero. So it makes it easier for me to, like, you know, get my grade back up if I'm doing bad in a class. Like, I think I only have yeah, one Yeah, rolling bag. grades is what they're doing now yeah. out there. What is it? So he doesn't ever set back to zero. So the first, so the first semester... If he has an A in the class, he starts out the second semester with an A um, and then kind of just goes from there. So it builds upon everything all right. instead of starting all over and getting 
different grades each semester they do. Yeah, it's really, it's really like it relieves some of the stress off of me because, you know, parents will be like, oh, you have a zero or like a bad grade. And then <laughs> they'll be telling you, hey, you got that grade up in like a matter of a day. Uh, so I got to ask because in, in, in my understanding, like not mine, but the philosophy was you always start off at an A. It's your job to keep it an A. So what's the difference here? And, and so, I'm asking, no, no, maybe, no. maybe I'm not understanding it right. Um, and, I, and I don't know that I'm explaining it right because this is new. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I'm asking. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. It was really interesting. They were p- talking about it on one of the Facebook groups, and okay. that's the only reason I even knew they were doing it. Um, so I guess what happens is, is like if he has a C now, he will start off the next semester with a okay, C. So you can okay. So it's kind of good and bad. Yeah. So yes. you can. It's kinda, bad if you're struggling. <laughs> right. If you're not doing well, it is a little right. challenging. Then yeah. To, to then come but, back. But, but did you see what I'm saying? Though? Yeah. Like, the old school logic is like everybody has an A. It's your job to keep it an A. Definitely. Yeah, right. Okay. I just want to make sure. Okay. Good. Good. We got that. But he he enough. does he does well enough to where it's not a concern that they're rolling grades. Gotcha. And stuff. But no, yeah, so other like, grades. For example, like midterm grade like for my grades is like a normal. So like, for example, like one of my classes is art. So I do hey, painting. Devin, if you're selling like art, that. we're stopping this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Right yeah. If you're selling art, we're turning it off. I have a B. I have a uh-huh. B plus. So what it will do is for midterm grade, that's like your grade at the very moment. Okay. So if you're doing good in that, it'll go down to your term grade. And my term grade is an 86. So a B. Yeah. So it like shows like your final, your term grade for like the end of the term. And then your midterm grade. Yeah. So you're mostly worried about your midterm grade, but the most thing that you need to worry about is your like final grade because it can say that you have like an A plus in, <laughs> in midterm, but in grade term you have like a, like a zero or like a <laughs> C or something like that. Yeah. Because one of my things it says I have an A in a class, and then for and you're like I really don't have an A. And then for like <laughs> my final class it says like I have an F or something. Oh. But that's math class. All right. So, again, one of my notes I have here, um, and, and it's funny because Phil brought it up when we were eating lunch, and obviously once it got brought up, I remember the video about it. So you, I don't, I'm sarcastically going to say you saved the kid's life, but at school at lunch, you had to perform the Heimlich maneuver. Yes. Um, this was like fourth grade, third grade. It was a couple years back, but... Some kid was choking in school. I think we had, like, chips and salsa that day for school lunch. And what we did was he was eating his food, and then he just started coughing. I was like, oh, I guess he just, like, you know, Got a chip swallowed right. water, like, in the wrong pipe or something. And he started, like, coughing even more. Like, he was, like, getting more stressed about it. And I was like, oh, no. And, you know, for, like, Fourth grade kids don't really know that much. I was gonna say, what are you nine, ten years old? Yeah, exactly. So like, I didn't really know like how to de- like how to deal with that because that can affect people's like brain and stuff like that. So, hey, apparently you're gonna be a doctor too. <laughs> <laughs> so he did. He did the Heimlich. Yep. He got the highest award that the school can offer. It's called the, nice e- of the Eagle Eye. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then. We didn't even know about it. So going back to Devin just being humble about everything, um, his teacher had actually wrote a note in his planner that said Devin was a hero today. Um, and I asked him, and he's like, oh, I was just nice to a kid, and left <laughs> it at that. And I was like, that just doesn't make sense. You know, like, hey, your that's shoes not following. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I actually emailed his teacher that night, and she responded the next day and said, 
oh, he actually did the Heimlich and saved a kid's life. And I was like, wow, okay, that's yeah. a little different than just being nice to yeah. somebody. The thing about it was the kid, like all the kids around me were all my friends, and they were just staring at all of us like, what are we going to do about it? So kind of like my um my dad like works for Children's Hospital, so he showed me like how to do like CPR, Heimlich Maneuver, all this other stuff. So I kind of just, like, snapped right in, went over, and really tried to. Yeah, I full grip on the guy, pushing him out. And, like, everybody was, like, outside yelling, ew, because, like, mm-hmm. I don't know why. Well, I'll tell you why, because they're 19 years old. That's yeah. why. <laughs> so then the lunch lady came in, and, like, I was helping him out about it, and then she finally got him to... Stop doing it. So she kind of mostly helped, and I helped the most of it. Yeah, but you stepped in first. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. If not, everybody w- would have probably watched that kid for about 30 seconds. And mm-hmm. by then, like you said, you don't know what would have happened. Yeah. But that was the first time I was actually like on TV or anything at all. And it was on the news mm-hmm. for it and showed my school everything about it. I think it's still on YouTube. Yeah, you can still I'm find sure, it. Yeah. <laughs> We did. We had a uh, channel nine, I think, come out for that one. Um, that, was, that was the one at your house, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, they I came out to the that. house yeah, yeah. and did the interview, and yeah. you got to talk about saving a child. But yeah, mostly my friends, like my friend Nazir, he's a really cool guy. He's one of my best friends in the whole wide world. I love him so much. He, um, he's the one who mostly just said, "Dude, you got to rap at that tailgate again. <laughs> you have to do it." Yeah, I seen you everywhere. Mm-hmm. Two years ago, I need you to see right now. So, shout out to Nazir. Yeah. Really good friend. <laughs> yeah, that's and awesome. He actually may be on the news sometime this week if we can work schedules out. Yeah. Um, hey, Devin? Yep. Okay. With um, Adam Clemens to help promote the show. He loves me. Yeah. <laughs> that's only because you beat, really him, nice beat him at a rap battle. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Well, it ho- hopes to have somebody in the uh, news at your tailgate. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, besides everything we spoke about, you... You work with Phil here at, what I mean, a bunch of stuff, right? Yes. Um, my first job was at Riverfront Live. I was 13 at the time. I was kind of like a sort of like called a mini bouncer. They, Everybody <laughs> around there called me Miniature Phil. Yeah. So, or mini me. So, <laughs> then I started working at Xavier at 14 or 15, the age limit to work there. And what I did was bag searching Search through people's pockets. There's a bunch oh, of so people that can hide stuff. You're, you're the guy that everybody's cussing at when we go into the game. Yes. Okay. That's it. Everybody who acts rude and mean and all that. Because <laughs> it's your fault. You know that, right? Yeah. It's your fault that I'm trying to sneak this bourbon in. It's your fault. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so again, did all that come about with Phil and through yes. Phil? Yes. It was mostly, he was the only reason how I got into a job and getting paid and making my own allowance. There's no free rides at our house. That's right, nope. baby. Kick in. If I got to pay rent, I got to pay rent. <laughs> yeah. You don't hey, have to pay rent. Hey, k- k- keep doing what you're doing, and they'll, they'll be paying you rent. You buy my night. So, Phil, a complete, um, I wouldn't mind doing a separate podcast, but all of your years and, and, and things you've done, for those that don't know, coach, nickname, and, and everything you've been involved with, uh, with T-shirts and security and all that, um, what, what not, I don't want to say what made you bring Devin into that, but was it just something that, you obviously wanted to do life lesson kind of stuff, but also probably pretty neat, right? Because, you know, kind of like 
things that I've been a part of with officiating and DJing, you get to see things that normal people don't get to see. Right. You know, like when I go to a venue, like for example, and I mean, just to be proud, you know, our great American, uh, uh, the Bengals and like music hall, like, you know, I, I've, I've played events there and you get to see it, you know, before anybody else does, or you get to see it at a time or you get to go to spots that nobody else gets to see. Right. Back and sees uh, the players, <clears throat> yeah. gyms, we get into the, you know, locker rooms and such. Yeah. Um, just keeping him busy, keeping him off the video games, letting him right. see what it is to uh, to work and earn his money. He uh, hasn't spent any of it. He's not really spent maybe 50 bucks of all the money he's earned. Never ask anybody for anything. Never ask for a nickel. I don't think the kid's ever asked me for anything in his life. That's awesome. But, uh, I'm just humble. He, <laughs> he sure is humble. Yeah. We do. Uh, he does wheelchairs at the uh, at the Xavier okay. Games. Um, he does uh, wheelchairs at the graduations. We do a lot of graduations at Centos Center. And um, uh, the people there love him, especially the uh, the old ladies he pushes oh, around man. the wheelchair. He'll, you know, get five, ten, twenty yeah. bucks for pushing them to their seat. And, that was uh, my. Uh, I think that was the first time I worked there. I made fifty dollars in tips. Right? Really? Because I was just really nice. I didn't. I didn't want to treat them different because you. you know they're in a wheelchair right. or like you know they need assistance. So I just treated them normally, and they're like, "Here, take it." Like the policy there is, if we ask for tips, that's a bad thing. And I mean that's kind of casual. Nobody wants to right. ask for tips. Like, hey, give me a tip. Like, right. that's that's rude. <laughs> right. I told him not to take them, and one of the other security guys said, mm, "Yeah, no, take you absolutely take." So them. I kind of have a rule of thumb. I'll tell you no twice. I'm keeping it the third time. Amen. <laughs> I mean that's literally my rule. That's nah, your rule. Miss, no, that's what I promise. You know, we're good. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Here, take this, Miss. I, I am good, but I really appreciate it. Will you please? Thank you. And it goes in my pocket. <laughs> that's a, that's what they did. That's with it. Me it's the rule time. of thumb, man. Hey, the third time I'm taking it. And, you know, I think I think the jobs have helped build his customer service skills, you know, and oh, being everything. able to do like some of these interviews yeah. on the news and, and interact with people in the public. I think the, the jobs have really helped build some well, of that. That's what I was going to say. I know it's minor pushing people around in the wheelchair, but a lot of people, you know, whether it's pushing somebody around in the wheelchair, seeing a mentally or, or physically handicapped, uh, you know, human being and, and you know, it. Because a lot of people, let's be honest, we've all seen it. Most people do what? They stare. Mm-hmm. They, they don't know how to act or how to react. But like you just said, Devin, is they, they just want to be treated like everybody else. Exactly. So everybody you know, should and, just be treated equally. Yeah. And, and, and for you to do that, you know, at a younger age is, you know, obviously just going to help you down the road in life. And, um, you know, and like I said, we've, we've all been there, whether mm-hmm. uh, it, it's been our kid or you're at a restaurant and somebody walks in and everybody's staring, you know, and, and you got to give them the old smack on the shoulder, like stop staring, you know, because, because <laughs> yeah. yeah. for the, because for the most part, they haven't been around stuff like that or, or witnessed it or seen it, whatever word you want to use. But anyway, um, so no, that's awesome, man, that, that you get to do all that stuff and, you know, it, you know, to be, so what do you know? Were you 15? Yes, sir. 15. So 15. to be 15 now, I mean, we're 40 minutes into this. I mean, and we, we've really only spoke about the last two years. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of, well, I guess besides you saving that kid's life, but, but no, but you like you, you've done like a whole lot, you know, in the last two years, man. I did a lot for being a kid. I mean, I'm more adventurous. I like going outside. I, I'm like, I talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. Like a random person could be walking around the street and I just ask how their day is. Like, start of high school, I was kind of like, you know, okay, it's a new school. And, like, everybody acts like this. Like, nobody not really knows each other. They usually just talk to the people that were in their last school. So, I was kind of, like, a little quiet at the start. But then, like, in the middle of the year, I'm now talking to, like, almost everybody that I see. And I don't even know some of the people. And I just talk to them. 
we always joke um, that he could take two people who are mortal enemies and put them in a room together, and the three of them will come out laughing and joking with their yeah. arms around each other. He just has a great personality. So I feel like, you know, um, he's deserved everything that he's yeah. achieved because he is such a wonderful kid and just does a lot to help other people. Yeah, um, well, I think last week it was um, middle of the school day at lunch, and my friends started getting into an argument with this other guy, and... They were about, they started pushing each other. I was like, hey, 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 chill out, chill out. And like, we the teacher was actually like wanted me to talk to them about it. He didn't want he didn't want to get into it and get them in trouble. Mm. So he said, you guys sit in this room, talk about it. And I talked to him about it for a couple couple like maybe like twenty minutes, twelve minutes. <laughs> close somewhere around close. there, around there. Not to be that like, day. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I asked them. I was like, all right. Y'all are going to come out here as friends or y'all are going to come out here without trying to kill each other. So we came out like 20 minutes or 12 minutes. Whatever, 12 or 20. Yeah. 1637. Yeah, 1637. And they all came out and they dabbed each other up, said they're good, gave each other a hug. They said sorry, just like that. And one of the teachers was like, if I said something to them, they would hate each other for the rest of the week. Right. And I was like, exactly. And I think the problem about school is, like, I don't even think some people just come there to teach. I think some kids just come there just to hear about the drama, the fights, all the arguments going on, and just all this crazy stuff. Or they're just made to come to school. Or forced, yeah. I guess. Yeah. 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 But some of my friends just want to go see. Upset. And some people just want to, you know, have fun with their friends, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, some of my classes, I don't even have any of my friends from last year in there. Yeah, like I don't, I don't have one class with someone. Oh, I can't imagine. Um, you know, not saying that we didn't do anything bad growing up, but like this is what the whole. So I'm stating the obvious, but the social media mm-hmm. shit and comments and 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 all this and that and and like you had mentioned earlier, Devin, with with your videos. And I hate the word haters. I think it's a, a UK thing. No offense. Oh, I'm jo- not I'm, a UK I'm, fan I'm over joking, here. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no. So they um. But uh, and another Rogan thing I love, he's like, I post and ghost, you know, because if you start reading comments of a video that's been shared a million times, you're going to find some negative ones. Yes. Uh, and for the most part, it's somebody just being a turd, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, but with that being said, though, I- I'm a believer to see that stuff. You also because you got to acknowledge it, right? Because what's going to happen if you never uh, experience that and somebody comes up and says something, you know, and, and when I'm, I'm getting deeper, but like, you know, you just see, oh, okay. That's them, and you just move on. Kind of like you said what you've been doing your whole life. You know, uh, back to what, what I was thinking when you had mentioned how he's just had a, a lot of good things happen to him. But And I'm a big believer, you know, good things happen to good people. If if you continuously do the right things, now stuff's going to happen, right? Stuff you can't control. But for the most part, I think you're going to be okay. Yeah. You know? Thank you. And, no, I mean, I think the social media thing, you can take it either way. It could be good or bad. Exactly. Um, where it's helped him tremendously. You know, there are times when – um, there were some people on there making some poor comments and, you know, it's apparent you want to try to shield them from that. Um, but I would say 99% of the comments were very positive. Right. And, um, like you said, there were some that were just hilarious. Um, you know, and it was a good time to kind of sit around and hear all of that, just the uplifting and the positivity. And I know in one interview he did, he like he said that he liked to do it just because of the positivity. Um, you know, and getting to experience some of those good things that he's got going on. So we, one thing we haven't done yet, 
Give a shout out to your little tailgate group, man. Oh, yeah. So the world famous Bengal trailer. Yeah. Um, we are in Lot E um, at the Bengal Stadium right behind Paycor, between Paycor and the river. Um, they do wonderful job every week. We have uh, DJ, so DJ Diamonds down there yeah. uh, doing songs. We have uh, Rick Mason, who's our MC of the event, um, keeps everybody laughing and joking. $10, all you can eat, all you can drink. Um, and... You well, never know if you're going to catch Devin down there. Yeah, I was going to say, I know the one time Kelly and I went, I think we did a drink out of a gas can or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I, is, I don't remember what it was, but it came out of a gas can. Yep, they're like kind of known for yeah. taking a gas can to the face tailgate. So. No, no, that's that, that's so cool. And obviously, I see your guys' posts and all that. And I think twice we stopped down by there. But it's, um, and, and that's what I tell everyone as much. I'm, I'm a big college fan, but I tell everyone if, you know, because if, if I think the Bengals is the adult person's day to have their day, if you will. Mm -hmm. But I think if you're like in your group, and I'm sure there's a bunch of other groups that, you know, I think if you're around those kind of people, it's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I and I'm stereotyping here, but I think it's the, 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 the people that might go to two games a year that want to get there at eight in the morning and <laughs> are hammered by 1030, you know, at, you know, but, but no, man, because it's just, just, I just want you to give them a shout out because yeah. I always see your guys' pictures and videos and it seems like it's, it's a good group and, and you know. I love it because it's it's really it's a diverse group of people all getting along and right. celebrating the and Bengals. It should and, be right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, um, been a Bengals fan my entire life, and now that we are, you know, kicking some serious butt, it's nice right. to be there also, with everybody. Nice and, when you win, yeah, man. definitely. Well. <laughs> yeah, it makes up for those, you know, the other ones. But now I, I will say this, and you know, because Kelly's sister and him have season tickets, and how I think we've been to seven games the last two years. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know, obviously, again, winning cures cancer, but. Um, take all that away for the people that truly go there, like to enjoy themselves. Like you said, the tailgate experience and that, and I'm sure other, you know, NFL teams do it well, uh, or as well, but it's, um, it, it is something, you know, cause that's the thing. Like, uh, you know, we have a little group text with, with Kelly's sister and, him and, and all of us to tailgate is, you know, when bro got hurt. Right. Right. Everybody. And, uh, first off, I, I'm like, guys, he didn't die. You know, was <laughs> like, man, it's been great. I just love hanging out with you guys. I'm like, guys, he didn't die. Like, it's okay. You know, and now here they are. They're, they're back. You know, they got it. I think I saw something today. Again, there's so many variables, but there's like a 42% chance, you know, that they, yeah. that they can get in, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, but take, I say all that jokingly, but like you said, if, if the people and you hang around the, the right people and you do it right, mm -hmm. you know, you can take a 13 year old kid or oh, you know, yeah. Morgan and Zach go with us all the, you know, quite a bit. And it's, 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 it's fun. But I do say that because there was time years ago when we were those people, when Kelly's mom, the bank at, you know, like on that Friday, Hey, we got three tickets, you know, cause when they're four and eight, everybody's giving to oh yeah yeah so we would go there and it's just this this grown adult is getting hammered and i know and, and and there are games that are like that still but i feel like the environment i don't know if it's the newer fans or older fans coming back right um but we've been season ticket holders for 15 plus years oh really um and you know, the environment there oh, um, awesome. has changed 20 dramatically 20 years yeah. there you go Speaking about our um, tailgate, I think they forgot one thing about it is the bus. They oh, had this yeah. little tour bus <laughs> and turned to find out a year after what happened, we went to a tailgate and we saw the bus there. And usually the bus is usually not there. No, it's there every time. Oh, it's usually? It just oh. never had the wrap on it that yeah, they got. Yeah, it was never having the wrap on it. And, you know, it was all it was an all-black wrap around the van or type of tour bus. 
And I think the craziest thing that we saw was I was on it. My um, nickname yeah. was on the back of it. Yeah, it's cool. saying they, the world's say best <laughs> show. Well, yeah. it's the world's craziest shit show or something yeah. like that is actually yeah. what it says. Yeah. Um, but like when Job they were, Devin. yeah, Devin, Devin made yeah. the bus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but th- they have a bunch of the things that have happened at the tailgate. Um, so for example, when they were in LA, they d- had Coolio um, oh, okay. at the tailgate. And, and I'm then, right below it. And so it says nice. Coolio right and then there. it says DZD right underneath there. Um, and then, R. you R. know, unfortunately <laughs> yeah, Coolio passed away yeah. shortly after that. Um, but yeah, the bus say, has, that was two years ago. Yeah, been, or three, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the bus has all kinds of stuff on it. Like Phil and I got engaged at the Bengal trailer, and they have th- things like that on there, and just the different events and things that have gone on in the history of the of the Bengal trailer is all wrapped on the bus. We have a really good, <clears throat> diverse group of people from home builders to people that work at P and G to truck drivers to bouncers to. Uh, we have police officers come down. We have just yeah. a little bit of and newscasters, a little right. bit of everybody in town can come to the tailgate. Really, really diverse group of people. I mean, from multimillionaires to guys that don't have two nickels rubbed right. together. So it's and, it, and I think that's the thing, like you just said, um, and like you know, said what Devin has mentioned earlier of just getting people together like that. And and like you said, don't care color, race, or how much money you make. And for about three, four hours here, we're going to have a good time, and then we're going to go watch the game, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, but back to your point, and I do want to say this because you guys have been doing it for 20 years. Um, when you said it's changed a lot, like, uh, obviously, again, I'm giving the minorities about the guys that just want to show up and get drunk and mm-hmm. then stumble into the game. But well, what do you mean by it's changed? Like, good, bad, or just uh, just things that have changed? Well, I think it's good. Um, we, we differ on this opinion because um, <laughs> – just the excitement around the team. Yeah. Like used to be like you would say you were a Bengals fan when they were two, two and what 14 or whatever. And um, they, people would like not make fun of you for being a Bengals right. fan, but it's like cool to be a Bengals now it's fan different. now. Right. Yeah. Now it's different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you know, there were times that we'd go and the game would kick off and the stadium was empty. Yeah, yeah. And you know, now it's hard to buy tickets. Um, season ticket um, wait list. Now, yeah, exactly. Where, right. I mean, it was never an issue. Oh, you always just knew you could get season tickets, whatever. Right. Um, so all of those things, I feel like it's very positive. He doesn't like it as much just because it's more crowded. You have to wait in right. line. You got to wait yeah. in line for right. the concession. Yeah, you can't. You, you can't walk into t- ten till one. <laughs> right. Right. <Yeah. laughs> you, have to, you have to plan your time yeah. getting into the the stadium and things like that. But other than that, um, you know, I feel like it's just it's cool to be a Bengals fan well, you yeah. see celebrities now that are cheering on the team and um you know we've been there winning losing yeah so well like you said in 20 years so I mean think like you said the bad times but even there was that glimpse there with the years with Carson and mm-hmm. them when, when they you know rolled off and, and Andy Dalton yeah, yeah. we were at the playoffs yeah. you know yeah. I mean all of those things uh, but that's the thing I've always been a believer again as fans you know when they're doing well everybody's happy but when they struggle you're like all shit but it, you know, as every even the most negative fan out there, not me, but those people, I, I wouldn't want to get rid of the Bengals or the Reds no. for anything in the world. Mm-mm. You know, like because because when you realize there's only what well, it's 32, you know, and obviously the big cities have multiple teams, but you know, with us having these two here, I mean, think about Cincinnati without them. You right, know, it's it's crazy, and like even Cleveland with the Browns, you know, of all their hardships, still man, that they wouldn't want to get rid of it. I no, definitely not. Yeah. And I think um, you know they've done with with um, the Blackburn girls taking over. I think they've made some really amazing changes in the stadium. Yep. They've been doing a lot more um, really cool things for season ticket holders that weren't done before. And I think they're really starting to appreciate 
the fans that they have, which I think yeah. is amazing. Right. Well, and again, I say this respectfully, and you're 100% right, but aren't you like, I was still paying the same money 12 years ago. Like, why can't we do this stuff then? You know? Oh, like, no. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. But like, hey, I know they were 4 and 12, but I'm still here. You know? You know, but, there, there during those times. But, I mean, I, I think Phil hit on it earlier. Like, there will never be another NFL team for our family. You oh, know right, what I mean? No, right, right. They have got us for life. I mean, they already had Phil and I for life, but now they have the kids. Right. You know, just because of their generosity and all the, the stuff that they've done to make um, – Devin, you have such a wonderful experience. All right, Devin, you got anything else you want to talk about? Um, what's this podcast called? It's called a sit down. Sit down. A sit down. It's on Spotify and Apple. All right. I mean, it's on everything else. I mean, every other platform, but those are the two main ones. How you been? I just busy like everybody else, man. I know it's been 50 fiftieth second episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you're you're fifty three, but yeah, fifty three. Yeah, fifty two. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're fifty three. <laughs> Well, no, because we were kind of talking about it at lunch, and I couldn't remember how many it was. <laughs> I just remember the 50th, and uh, that sounds bad, but it literally, it's it almost becomes routine after a while, you mm-hmm. know? Because there's times, like, obviously, if I have my notes here, but if I'm out somewhere, I have to pull it up to see. I'm like, that's 50-something, I don't know, or whatever the number <laughs> is. But no, man, we're uh, doing well, just busy like everybody else, getting ready for the holidays and Christmas and, you know, and all that stuff. Right. So I have a question for you. What? When he blew up and he went to the Super Bowl, were you like, that's that kid that I used to coach it's in freaking baseball? Awesome. <laughs> well, yeah, it is. I mean, well, and, and again, just to talk about it. So there was that, um, so what, he was what, probably seven years old, eight years old when mm-hmm. we were doing the baseball thing. And then, you know, you, you have a, a, so he's fit. So you have about a five, six year window. Obviously, you know, we're all still mm-hmm. tight with each other, but, you know, like today, lunch. We haven't done that probably since we went to the lake. Right. You know, obviously with their work schedules, Kelly and Phil get together, you know, but mm-hmm. us as a whole, we've never done that. Right. But no, and, and and that's the thing I'm I'm very fortunate with, like you guys just knowing a lot of people, is you see stuff like Davin or, you know, even, you know, because softball's our world, girls that have played with us who, whether they live two hours away or went to better themselves or literally just left to play for another team. Mm-hmm. Like you see them now, you know, they're starting for their high school basketball team. They're, you know, archery, cheer, dance, whatever yeah. it may be. But no, it is cool to see that stuff because, you know, at one point, well, I'll tell you what else I think about of, of him because you guys were on that first group that we had. Remember we were out there at um, Erlanger, the batting cage, like when we were practicing mm-hmm. out there, you know, like to see him at, you know, six, seven years old, you know, and now he's 15 years old and, and, you know, he's going to the Super Bowl and he's a social media local icon with over a million <laughs> views and downloads. I mean, it is crazy. Yeah. No, it is. Tony's not telling the full story and that the look of disgust on his face during the first practice when Devin hit his first ball and ran to second base directly <laughs> from home. Okay. Said, oh, good We're Lord. not going to talk about it, okay? <laughs> look, I wish you were there to see the look on his face. He's like, oh, Christ. <laughs> He's Dude. like, how can I tell these people that I'm friends with that their right. kid sucks at baseball? Right. Okay. Hey, <laughs> then he, he I would always get in trouble every every time he would hit the ball. He would get so pissed off at him. That, he'd run down. No, he'd oh. run to first base, but looking at us with a giant smile on his face the whole time. You're like, <laughs> yeah. run. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was. I mean, that's the thing, and not being about <laughs> Kelly or I, but looking back at that, when we had those two teams, we're like. How are we thinking? You know, I, don't, I, don't I mean, know. I mean, I mean, not that the fact that it was coach pitch or anything, or t- it was coach pitch slash t ball. Because after the five pitches, you hit the t ball. We're like, we had a Pompilio's red and green, roughly twenty kids, ten mm-hmm. per team, 
Like, what the hell were we doing? I, like, I did not like, understand I'll tell you it, that, <laughs> all those pictures from when we would practice, and then the other picture, I do love it when I share it every year. I think it was after a practice during the week, because we practiced at Owens for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, we went to, uh, this is when we used to live at uh, Applebee's by Northern, because you can go there for 20 bucks, get two drinks and appetizers. Yep. I'll never forget, we had two Cherry Long Islands, and we were like, Something to the effect of what the hell are we doing or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like after, it was like first practice in the books, what the hell are we doing with like two big drinks or something like that. But no, dude, that picture, I'm sure you guys see it, that one of us at ADO Owens Gym with all of us together. Yep. Like that is so cool, man. And, and like you had mentioned, like, I don't know if you saw, I did a wedding the other night with, I told you the girl Kelly Black, uh, she always sings uh, Colt 45 by Ephraim, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a picture with her daughter, which if you remember Mackenzie, she was on that team. Oh, yeah. Little, little oh, dark haired yeah. girl. Mm-hmm. So again, same thing. I see her in passing, but haven't had a picture with her in yeah. eight years, I guess. So I did that old screenshot. I don't know if you saw that. It was us at practice up at Rossford Park and then mm-hmm. us at that wedding. Oh, wow. So, But no, but that's a great question, and thank you for asking it. Because it is neat, and, and that's what I tell everybody. Everybody knows I'm a, a Facebook, I can't, I don't want to say what I normally say, but a Facebook annoyer. <laughs> I post all the time. But no, but I love it for the intent of Facebook, of seeing, you know, just things that you normally wouldn't see, mm-hmm. you know, of the whole, that's, that's why I love it. And, and, you know, to see that, you know, that, you know, again, whatever the situation is, uh, somebody we know or don't know or family member just to see kids and, and how everyone's doing, if mm-hmm. you will, you know, yeah, definitely. but anyway, but no, but thanks for asking that. That's mm-hmm. a good question. It's uh now we're fortunate and that's what we always talk about again, just with the softball world. Like you said, the 20 kids we coached for those two years is that, um, you know, with Morgan being a sophomore, whatever her college, you know, plans are, but we're like, it's about, about two, two and a half more years. Yeah. And, and it's a wrap. And, and, and the one thing that I'm very fortunate to have some older, uh, 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 people who've been coaching longer, whose kids are, are, you know, older. And they always say, they're like, y- you're going to continue to do it because if you enjoyed it this long, you know, you, you're going to do it. And, and I hope so, because it's like, we were kind of joking at lunch because Phil had some old pictures of, 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 of us out like at the St. Therese Festival or the Southgate Block Party. And I was like, yeah, man, I love those things. And we haven't been to them because we're always out of town. Yeah. Because it's June, July, you know. But like Phil said, you know, it'll always be there. But it's like, I want to do both, you know, because <laughs> it, it's nice when you can do it all. But yeah. But yeah. But anyway, that's about it, man. I mean, unless y'all have something else. I mean, I, I was, I'm sorry. I was, I was saying that's about it on my story. Yeah. Yeah. Man. In regard to the, um, to the $20 tickets, of course, we're always hustling. But if uh, you do pick up the $20 ticket from DZ himself or from me or his mom, it is comes with a special VIP package um, that's going to include an 8x10 or a koozie or a button, excuse me, and a button or a sticker. So mm-hmm. get a little extra value for your, uh, yeah, for for your, your 20 button, bucks. Yeah. Um, we're going to do an exclusive meet and greet with them. Everybody can get their pictures and come up and buy some merch and keep me from having to work a fourth hey, job to Dev, pay for his college. Yeah, hey, I'm, <laughs> hey, I'm going to give you some more money here. And you can do a cameo to send somebody a Merry Christmas. You can, like, sing a little jingle or something. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to reactivate that account. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, we, nah, hey. we kind of retired from it. Hey, but. y'all NFL straight cash, homie. We'll need no account. <laughs> just bring it in. You'll send them a video. All right, um, no problem. But, no, so just to recap, and, again, is there anything else y'all want to talk about? Cause, and, like I said, I, I didn't want to wrap up. I just want to say I was finished with my – because no. I was going to keep rambling. Yeah, no, I was going to start thinking about more and more kids that I haven't seen in seven years. Um, so December 23rd. Riverfront Live, the old Annie's, 
Afro Man, Devin, uh, Doors at 6.30. Mm-hmm. Devin's going on at 7.30. He's going to do roughly five or six, so- five or six songs, $20. Everything Phil just said, 32 at the door, don't get you any of that. Um, that's Devin all. gets nothing if you buy a ticket at the door. Yes. The bar does, which is cool, but uh, D doesn't see any of it. My boss made a made a nice deal with uh, with Devin to uh, to help him out and uh, you know provide a nice ticket. We are. I also want to give the Bengal Trailer another plug here, real yeah. quick. They are having a tailgate watch party for the game that day. Um, it is a ten dollar ticket. Got to be frank, don't really know where the money's going, but if you you have to get there by a certain time to participate in it. So uh, go ahead and get that $10 ticket too, but come in and get an autographed picture from D or a koozie or something like that. And um, uh, if you do get the $10 ticket through the Bengal trailer, you have to be there by 630 or you do not get in for Afro Man. You will have to buy a $32 ticket at the door. So for 30 bucks, get you everything you just said? Yes. Absolutely. Devin and that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. so for 30, and re- respectively to Riverfront Live, they're going to make their money this year yep. and next year and, and down the road. So for, for $30, you're getting the pre-show, you're getting the everything that, that comes with buying the ticket from Devin, but the only difference is Devin's getting his kickback for his college fund. Correct, absolutely. And he, uh, I manage the college fund. I am fiscally responsible. He does not uh, mess with any of the money at all. Um, it will all go to the college fund. I'm probably going to give him a little bit out of my own pocket so that he does get paid for the show. And he doesn't ever ask for anything. Anything right. he asks for, he gets, but he doesn't ever ask for anything. So, And what's nice about that $10 tailgate ticket, they will have screens up. So we can That's watch right. the Steelers get beat by the Bengals yeah. on Saturday the 23rd. Mm-hmm. So lots of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun if if. Do you not have anything to do family-wise? Come on down. It will be a good time. And if you come down and you corner me, I will get your second drink at the bar. Not your first, but I will get your second drink. There you go. Devin, anything else before we wrap up, buddy? No, sir. All right, man. Hey, listen, I appreciate you guys coming on. Thank you so much. Uh, We'll get this thing out, man. December 23rd. Check him out. Thanks, Pop. See you guys.